KMOX at your service. Welcome to the Helitech Foundation Repair Home Improvement Show. Presented by Suburban Leisure Center on Olive, one mile west of 141. Now, here's your host, Scott Mosby on KMOX. And good morning, good Saturday, good grief. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. A little bit of sunshine. My gosh, we have two hours home improvement. A special guest coming up this first hour, Scott Mosby. And we are talking about you, your home, any issue around the holidays, preparing for any kind of celebrations, large, small, or anything in between. Yeah, they're different this year. Uh, I've had more Zoom social times than I could count. Uh, and as well, most of my business is done remotely. And this indeed. So what can I say? Phone lines wide open. You too can participate remotely in this Helitech Home Improvement Show. And the phone number for coming in the front door 314-436-7900, 314-436-7900, and toll-free anywhere on the globe, 800-925-1120, 800-925-1120. Two full hours. Topics include all the things that you want to talk about, getting that light switch lined up. Maybe the cover plate isn't quite right. Perhaps you have uh, just realized you have aluminum wiring or maybe you're just around the house enough to realize oh man I just I need a bathroom remodel or a kitchen you know those things those are the rooms that without heavy use you don't really see them too much but the bathrooms and the kitchens tend to be one of the more costly items we get into uh, renovation remodeling whatever it is so we put them off and then we wind up with COVID and we're sitting at home looking at all those things turn on the hot water and oh, it's too tight or it doesn't come on or the flow isn't right or you know, I'm not getting enough water or I take a shake. All those things become front and center, top of the list because we're there. Phone lines here on KMOX 314-436-7900, 314-436-7900, toll free 800-925-1120. My day job is Mosby Building Arts, and we are considered a first-run, first-line, full-service remodeling company. We are known uh, locally here. We are also pretty well-known across the country because we are students. We love to learn stuff. We will go to any seminar pretty much anywhere up until this last uh, nine months when we're uh, not traveling much at all. But indeed, we wind up in uh, all kinds of seminars now. They might be virtual. Uh, Likewise, being students as we are, we wind up invited to teach many of those seminars. And Mosby Building Arts is and will continue to be active in the industry, just like we are right here on KMX, trying to raise the whole tide. You know, a rising tide uh, floats all boats. Well, an increased and smarter uh, consumer creates a demand for the better company. So that's the what and the why for Mosby Building Arts and me, especially being on this show for 23 years. Um, They've tried to hook me off, you know, like the stage manager taking the vaudeville act off from the side with the hook. They've tried to hook me a few times. By golly, I just won't go. I enjoy it here on KMOX. I'm part of the family as a listening audience, likewise as part of the host and staff of the Helitech uh, Home Improvement Show. 
people, and I, I just I just enjoy my time. So maybe you do too. 314-436-7900-800-925-1120. A couple of things going on here. Uh, certainly at Mosby Building Arts, we have seminars that go on every month. They are virtual. You can participate very safely uh, as well as, uh, you know, we will get back in our planning um, face-to-face seminars where we can actually get together and ask questions, all those sorts of things. But uh, just keep in mind that the fall promotion for, uh, you know, the some of the projects that we have, like bathrooms and exteriors, there is kind of a, uh, you know, 10% off promotion. So just be aware that as we go into the winter months, the same old, same old is there. We like to keep our crews busy and uh, certainly safe. But uh, your opportunity is right here now through December 15th. Scott Mosby, Home Improvement, KMOX, 314-436-7900-800-925-1120. I will have a guest that comes in from Helitech. We're going to ask them about some of the weather patterns we've been in and what they're seeing. Uh, Certainly, the knowledge of the soils. If any of you are in construction and any kind of uh, structures or loading, the soil bearing capacity is very important when we dig a footing, uh, put in a room addition. We do a lot of room additions at Mosby. So we're constantly assessing the soil. And likewise, Helitech is in the same thing because if there's a loamy soil, which means there's a whole lot of uh, organic uh, leafy type uh, decomposing uh, things from the surface, uh, kind of like a bog, you know, the soil just isn't solid enough to support the foundation. Uh, we will talk with Brian Adcock this morning about some of those things around the area. And they know soil. So, you know, just like, uh, for, for example, you would call and say, well, I live in Dogtown. Well, as a guy who grew up in St. Louis, I know Dogtown. I know the age. That was uh, built around the turn of the century, part of the World's Fair of 1904, age of the home, mostly frame houses, uh, kind of a blue-collar neighborhood, the age of the plumbing, it'll have cast iron waste pipes, it'll have uh, probably iron pipe supply lines, some being replaced by copper, uh, Will could even have knob and toot, all those things. So just the awareness of knowing geographically where you're in, the, where you're from in the city, where your house is, those things, it tells me a whole lot. Helitech, likewise, you tell them where you live, they kind of know what the soil is underneath the ground and you know before they even get there to your house uh, phone lines 314-436-7900-800-925-1120 uh, again uh, Mosby Building Arts is my day job uh, that is where the knowledge the support and pretty much the training comes from uh, the co-workers that I have or associates that I work with as well uh, they keep me sharp and you know I describe us as a family business And sometimes that's good and sometimes that's bad because if we have a difference of opinion, we often do in the design stage, we get into a design room. It's like, you know what, this is the better place for the kitchen sink. This is the better place. Are they left-handed? Are they right? Well, where does the trash can go? Uh, Which side does the dishwasher go on? So there are basic tenets of all of that in the instructions and the certifications uh, training. We have every virtual flavor of designer, uh, licensed architect, certified aging in place, certified kitchen and bed bath designers, all those flavors of specialists. And then there's still you, the client, and it doesn't really matter how much we know. It matters what you want. So everybody gets a vote, but yours counts. 
hold it at that. So anyway, we do have our debates. Uh, anyway, likewise here on Camwax, I love it when the pros call in. It's like, Scott, I like your answer. There's another way you can go about doing this. Or anyway, so I like that. 314-436-7900. Toll free, 800-925-1120. Let's get started with my friend Ed. Hey, Ed, good morning. Welcome to Camwax. And how can we get going this morning? Scott, thank you for your show. Yeah. Uh, I have a uh, 10-year-old standalone villa. Okay. We have three bathrooms, two on the upper level, one on below. About a month and a half ago, I had the one bathroom kept running, so I replaced everything in the tank. Mm-hmm. And now, after, like I say, a month and a half, all of a sudden, no matter what bathroom you flush, we get this loud... Uh, yeah. foghorn, hum, what have you. Yep, yep. Uh, so what did I do wrong? <laughs> you did nothing wrong. Uh, what okay. happens, and this can, you can actually have, but 10 years for the plumbing, the toilet guts, don't change one, change all of those toilets because they're all the It's kind of like a headlight on your car. When you burn one out, the other one isn't far behind, so don't change one headlight, change the both. Likewise with toilets, uh, when you get one in there, change those guts, and I'm a big fan of original manufacturing equipment. So if it's a Kohler toilet, put the correct Kohler guts in there because there's so many different flushing systems. Uh, so I'm not a big fan of one size fits all. What's happening is the um, on one of those uh, ball cocks, and that's the on-off uh, supply uh, water valve in that toilet, that as the float comes up, the spring is not solid enough to ka-chunk turn that water off so it sits right there almost on almost off and it'll flutter and it fluttering is just like a reed on a clarinet saxophone oboe that thing vibrates and you that's where your horn comes from exactly but it is one of your toilets at 10 years uh, if you're 30 years 40 years i might then you know drop back and say well look at the shut off for that because you've got you know um washers and o-rings that can do that as well and vibrate back and forth but you're in the right thing but change them all and use original equipment manufactured uh, replacement parts they'll cost you twice as much but they're you're twice as accurate too scott scott the uh once the tank totally fills and the water shuts off yep then the noise goes away yeah well your seal your valve has now you know pushed hard enough to to overcome that spring and keep in keep in mind this as as the water company changes the pressure the psi in the water system for the whole city your whole neighborhood you can also get that foghorn back with no leakage no problem it's just that that spring is getting weak and that extra 5 psi coming through your system now for no change in behavior on your part all of a sudden you get this honking thing but it either way it's time to replace that toilet gut part I, I hear what you're saying. I'm still a little confused from the standpoint of no matter which toilet I flush, I get the hum. Well, that's right. But when you flush a toilet, you drop the PSI. So okay. now you so now you change how much force that that is in the system, and then okay. once it comes back, the pressure starts rising again, and back you get the hum the hum again. But it I I, I would really advise. 
go to the toilet, whatever one it is, and it may change because at 10 years you can actually have a relay race going on where this one does it on Tuesdays, a week and a half later that one does it on Thursdays, and likewise. But it is very common. Now, the other thing that has a spring or magnet-actuated filler valve is your washing machine and your uh, dishwasher. Uh-huh. Uh, those have solenoids, and those likewise have springs that get tired after 10 years, or they get a little bit of mineral in them if you had hard water. So you can actually have this sound created at a dishwasher, but sounding off in one of your toilets. Wow. Oh, yeah. This, this drives us all, you know, fruitcakes here. Sounds like I need to call a plumber. Uh, it's really not. It's more a process of elimination. But for me, when I change one, I might tackle that. But, you know, that takes me hour and a half, takes a plumber five minutes. You know, so I call the plumber when I've got three. It's like, man, I haven't even finished my cup of coffee and the guy's gone. So. Yeah. All right. Oh, thanks for the advice. I love your show and uh, stay healthy. Thanks, Ed. You too, brother. And, and just stay with it. It's those toilets. Uh, but keep, keep in mind for the next 10 years, be aware this is a recurring uh, uh, challenge that you'll have as these springs. You and I get worn out ankles, knees, and hips. Well, this is what happens to appliances. One other quick question or, or, or comment. Yeah. They've been doing a lot of uh, American Water has been doing a lot of tearing up the roads on Olive Street, which I'm close oh. to. Yeah, uh, you, could that affect the PSI? Eighty uh, percent probability. Not not the PSI, but when the water does flow, you get a little gran granular grit. Maybe a little piece of sand gets stuck in between there. So even though the spring may be good, it's just not overcoming. Or that little piece, or maybe your spring works good, but it takes that bit little bit of sand and then carves a slot in your washer. You know, so now the thing hums even more. So I mean, anytime they're doing maintenance out in the street, they're knocking loose decades of lime deposits which right. for you and me that looks like sand yeah okay well thank Absolute. you much right on you're all over this thing ed you're you're on top of this all right thanks all right bye. take care bye now <laughs> now now ed that doesn't mean you're in good stead either way you know it just means you understand the truck that's just about to run you over a 314-436-7900-436-7900 toll free 800-925-1120 standing by brian Adcock of helitech when we come back for more on university of kmox Welcome back to the Helitech Foundation Repair Home Improvement Show, presented by Suburban Leisure Center on Olive, one mile west of 141. Now, once again, your host, Scott Mosby on KMOX. All right, topics today on the uh, Mosby Building Arts blog or article on the website called Mosby.com or Mosby Building Arts. Finish or remodel your basement, yes or no? Do you want more usable living space? Is that the place for it? Uh, next one is pros and cons of a walk-in shower for those of you of all ages and all sizes. Frankly, I mean, think about it. Uh, when you remodel a shower, where do you put the controls? Uh, is it for your three-year-old? Uh, could it be for you at 103 in a, a wheelchair or mobility assistance? So, I mean, think about those things. Handheld devices for shower heads and such. And then the grand old total always room additions. Do I move or do I improve right here in the home I'm in? Uh, and with me now, I have the wizard of soil structures and foundations, Brian Adcock of Helitech. Brian, good morning. Thank you for joining us this beautiful Saturday. My pleasure, Scott. Great to be here. 
Well, thank you. I know it's a very busy time for you and Helitech and the holidays and Christmas coming upon. I know that's a big deal at Helitech. So uh, thanks for taking time out of your busy schedule to join us here. Absolutely. And I'd like to wish everyone listening a safe and happy holiday season from everybody at Helitech. Oh, thanks, Brian. Hey, brother, what are you seeing out there? I mean, what's happening in the world of uh, soils and structures and waters and cracks and all that in Helitechville? We continue to have uh, a, a tremendous amount of rain over the last several years. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And we're seeing some upheaval in basements, mm-hmm. which can be sometimes a very difficult thing to diagnose because structures don't always just settle. Sometimes those saturated soils will actually heave things upward. So we're seeing some of that this year. Almost counterintuitive. That, that, uh, that's uh, really kind of a bizarre concept, uh, uh, trying to have that conversation with a home. How, how, how does that go when you're It's like, no, I suspect we're coming up. You know, like, no, that ain't right. <laughs> how, how does that conversation well, go, Brian? Well, when I'm in a home, you know, I have to trust my tools. Mm-hmm. And we'll run a transit lasers at various areas. Uh, sometimes that's a challenge when it's a finished basement already. But we have other ways measuring off the, the floor and the, the uh, level above. Mm-hmm. And we can get kind of a, an idea of what might be happening and put all those data points together. So we have, we have a solution for that. For instance, if we have a basement post that's been heaving up, causing damage to the home, we not only can stabilize that with a helical pier for any vertical settlement, oh. but we will put actually a, a slip collar on that that will allow that to move independent of the floor. So that's 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 a really uh, effective solution for that type of because then your your because situations can change. If all of a sudden we go through a couple of years without a lot of rain, all of a sudden that yeah. heaving becomes starts going can just start going the other direction. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Well, uh, before you were on, I was describing, you know, the advantages of knowing the terrain, the neighborhoods, uh, and really introducing you to, uh, you know, what types of soils are in what parts of Illinois and St. Louis and St. Louis County and St. Charles. You know, when you, uh, how, how much information do you know just from your experience before you go visit a client? Well, we've been we've been gathering data like that all around the region for a number of years, and we will see pockets of different soils. And you know, our engineers don't just talk about clay soils; they'll talk about several different kind of clay soils. Mm-hmm. Uh, so sometimes, you know, we you know we do see patterns throughout the region. Uh, for instance, you know, we're where we uh, we kind of draw a line in the sand on I seventy. Yeah. Uh, where north of I-70, uh, you know, we're not uh, we're not able to to use what we call resistance piers or push piers, mm-hmm. uh, and south of I-70, typically uh, we can use what we call a helical, uh, yeah. and you get into different rocky uh, situations. But uh, you know, we do see patterns, uh, you know, on on different clays. But, you know, sometimes a situation, a boring needs to be done at a specific Mm -hmm. home because you will see exceptions to those patterns. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, uh, gathering the data and then offering the solution that lasts and then the warranty. I guess with doing the homework like this, uh, tell me about your warranty. Uh, When we do uh, when we do vertical settlement Mm -hmm. uh, solutions for uh, all of our underpinning peering. That comes with a life of the structure warranty. 
And there's a difference between that and a lifetime warranty. A life of the structure warranty truly is, as long as the home stands, fully transferable to new owners, we cover that for the life of the structure. Wow, wow. How how much uh, information uh, do you gather? I know uh, oftentimes, you know, when we're with people, we assess homes. We'll go along with the home inspector, and they'll say, well, you know, uh, there's a patch here. That's good enough. It was done by Joe Blow. And, you know, the buyer just is like, well, I don't know Joe Blow. I never heard of Joe Blow. How much does the Helitech name um, matter at a home sale and this transferable uh, life of the structure warranty? Oh, well, it's huge. Uh, you know, unfortunately, in our business, there, there is plenty, as you may, as you probably know, mm. you get people come along and, and write warranties that they don't have the experience or, the, you know, uh, the ability power. to maintain that. Yeah. And so Helitech is certainly a name that, you know, real estate professionals, contractors and, you know, consumers uh, alike trust. So they know that if there ever is an issue, Helizek's going to be there to make it right. Hey, Brian, will you stick around for a little bit? I've got a a question coming up here on foundations. Will you uh, stick around and give us a hand here for a little bit? We'll do it. Right on. Brian Adcock, Helitech. Let's go to the phone lines and talk with my friend Eric. Eric, good morning. Welcome to CamWex. How can we help you? Eric, you're on. Hey, Scott. Howdy. Fantastic Saturday here. Hope you're uh, ready for all this. Good morning, Eric. How can we help? Absolutely. Absolutely. Hey, Scott, uh, speaking of foundations, I've got a, I just moved into a house and uh, I just realized that it had a slow leak. It's a finished wall. I pulled the uh, paneling off uh, to expose the wall where it was leaking. I found that it had been patched uh, prior, uh, Mm -hmm. but it has a small leak um, that's seeping through the patch. Okay. My question to you is, do I chisel out the uh, previous patch and uh, use like a hydraulic cement to fill it with, or would I save a little time and effort by just patching over the existing patch? Well, I'll tell you what, Eric, whatever you do, you have to pull out the old stuff. But if you're going to put a similar patch in to the one that's leaking now, I suspect you're going to wind up with the same result. So you'll feel better, you'll do the work, but I don't think it's going to really stick or uh, help anyway. Uh, I've got Brian Adcock on the line here from Helitech. Maybe Brian has some suggestions. Brian, can you help Eric here? Yeah, Eric. Uh, so, uh Fill me in. Is it is it a crack you're seeing that's been sealed? I missed that part. Yeah, it's a, it's a uh, I, I I imagine it's a crack because it's uh, it's got an existing patch over it already. Gotcha. Oh. So uh-huh. here's what we see there. Anytime you're doing any patching, it's always best to get rid of the old patch for a fresh new surface. But as Scott pointed out, even if you do a fantastic job, it's still only going to be just that a patch. Uh, right. It will be a temporary uh, solution for you. So we have a crack injection process that we use with a carbon bond covering that's been very effective. And those also come with a life of the structural warranty. They're very affordable. Come in and just do a crack or two if you have another one. Uh, we can do that while we're there. But it's very affordable. I suggest you call the office and uh, set up a free evaluation. We'd be happy to come out and take a look for you. 
All right. Much obliged. Much obliged. Eric, and, and just like, see, you, uh, whether you saw that patch or not, you know, it didn't stick and the new buyer wound up with this problem. So likewise, you're either going to dance with this thing two or three times over the, your ownership of this, or you're really going to fix it. And that's how the real estate agents look at it. So you're kind of facing the same decision that the guy before you did. So, But you're going to live there for a while. So I, I would, I, I'd, uh, I'd do the one and done um attack on this thing personally right yeah yeah that's uh, what i like to do do it right the first time and forget about it yeah by the time you peeled off all that paneling and all the stuff and you know it's like man oh man how many more times do you want to do that? and and, it, and the uh, next buyer if you wind up selling this house in two years or 22 years they're going to look at it just the same way right 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 okay i'm going to give heel attack a call come monday okay eric good Please luck do. my friend okay. take care thank you guys we're going to take a short pause here. I've got uh, Brian Adcock uh, actually chained to the phone line. I usually chain them to the table when they come into the studio, but we are doing all this remotely. Brian, thanks for sticking around. I appreciate your giving up your time on this beautiful Saturday morning. We're going to take a short pause here on CamWex. We'll be right back for more after this. Welcome back to the Helitech Foundation Repair Home Improvement Show, presented by Suburban Leisure Center on Olive, one mile west of 141. Now, once again, your host, Scott Mosby on KMOX. All right, you holiday light Griswolds out there, talking to my producer, uh, Alex Muskoff, about holiday lights. What a chump I am for Christmas lights. I love Christmas and holiday lights. I, You know, I'm, I'm not Clark Griswold, but... I am definitely a groupie of, I love beautifully decorated homes uh, and lights. Um, I love gardens. Uh, I love color, whatever it is. So uh, uh, I wish you a very safe journey in looking for your holiday lights. One of the great safe things we can do this holiday season. Uh, phone lines here on Camo X getting a little lonely here. 314-436-7900, 436-7900, toll free anywhere, 800-925-1120, Let's uh, talk with my friend Mark and see what's cooking. Mark, good morning. Welcome to Camo X. How can we help, sir? Hey, Scott. How are you doing this morning? I'm fantastic. Better than I deserve, brother. <laughs> well, Merry Christmas to you and everybody down there at studio and Helitech. Oh, um, I have a question for you. Uh, we just had a deck replaced, mm -hmm. and uh, we used the composite deck. They flashed everything good. We have the rain-tight uh, aluminum underneath mm -hmm. with the drainage system. Yeah, but we're we're getting a little bit of a leak underneath the the door. It's a walkout, so underneath the threshold. So we're yeah. re replacing yeah. that door, and it's pretty much rotted out underneath there. Yeah. So what I'm looking for is how can I seal that up? What uh, would you suggest? Well, you've done basically continue the mission uh, with your flashing at the ledger. Basically, your door is behind and up of your ledger. So the water is coming in on the top of that door, traveling down the two sides of the brick molds, hitting that sill, sitting on the floor. You've got to make that floor underneath the threshold. There are drain pans, P-A-N-S, just like a cookie pan, cookie tin. And these yeah. are metal flashing that actually are turned up on the sides and on the inside. So any water that comes down and, and 
rests uh, underneath that door. And you can make these. I mean, we make them at Mosby because, you know, all doors are different sizes. Uh, but basically, it's right. like a, a shower pan, if you will, out of metal. And sometimes we will use even a roofing compound. It's harder to bend that stuff, and that stuff's thicker. But you flash it so that that drain of underneath the door sill uh, drains proud outdoors on top of the sill flashing for your ledger against the house. You follow me there? Yeah. That's it. You just you just haven't finished the job. Whatever hits the top of that ledger and that deck, you've not properly handled. The issue there is that this leak, this water intrusion is happening above that. So that's where you need to go there. Yeah, and that's the only thing it could possibly be. Uh, Oh, I guarantee it's, I guarantee it's, I mean, if you've got rot there, you, where there's smoke, there's fire, you have had a leak for a long time. Yeah. Okay, well, thank you very much. Yeah, hey, good for you. Uh, You hit all the bases. Nice job, and, uh, you know, congratulate that contractor for me, too. Okay, I will. Thank you. All right, Greg, take care. Okay, we're going to take a little bit here. Hey, Brian, uh, Mr. Brian Adcock is sitting in the wings. I won't let him uh, leave yet. Brian, how do we contact Helitech? What are the various ways that we can get in touch with Helitech? Well, we have a toll-free number, uh, 888-843-0970. And you can also reach us on the web at helitechonline.com. Okay. Will you stick around here? We're just going to take a short pause and come back. All right. All right. Brian Adcock, Helitech, Scott Mosby, KMOX. We'll be right back for more after this. All right. We are back live and lively. Brian Adcock, Helitech, standing by in the wings. Up next on our phone lines is Greg. Hey, Greg, good morning. Welcome to KMOX. How can we help you, my friend? Good. Thank you for taking my call. Yes, sir. I had an old foundation, a bronze stone foundation, not stone, but a um, concrete foundation. Okay. And I'm getting ready to paint it. I just got to unpatch all the, the um, the divots that popped out and everything else. Yeah. And I'm just yeah. looking for what, what do you recommend to paint it with? Uh, painting your foundation, uh, there, there's a kind of a, a low grade uh, water um, management type surface. There's a dry lock is one of the products. Uh, it's made by a UGL company, uh, uh, but dry lock is one. The point being that it has to be raw concrete. If it's painted or, uh, you know, any kind of uh, previous treatment on that wall, then it, this product doesn't soak into the the concrete and it doesn't chemically bond with it it's a good version uh, the issue is foundations always move they expand they contract it's kind of like a button on a shirt you know i inhale and you know stretch everything stretches and then i exhale and everything goes back so again that's one of the issues but i like the dry lock there's another product that escapes me for the moment uh, uh brian from helitech do you have any suggestions on coatings or uh, things that uh, uh greg can do for or, uh, uh, preparing this surface? Yeah, well, again, back to the, the other color with a patch, you yeah. know, and you, there's the chemical processes, of you, as you pointed out, but anytime uh, you, you're applying anything, it's only going to be as good as what's below it. So if you have an existing, uh, you know, repair or patch or coating, you're really that that's failing. You're really going to want to do your best to remove that. Uh, I've seen sometimes you can power wash it. You can take a, a wire brush 
And forgive me, I didn't understand. What type of foundation is it, sir? It's uh, stone. Or not, not stone. Uh, concrete. Concrete. It's for the exterior, exterior part of the um, foundation. Oh, you're on the outside of the house, Greg? Yes. Okay, I'm with you then. Thank you. Thank you. So you're painting the outside. I'd still go at it that way. Okay, uh, Brian, keep going, please. Yeah, so that's not something Helotech uh, normally does, but I've, I have experience in my own personal life uh, doing that on a, on a outside of a foundation. Uh, you know, you really want to clean up clean up the the area as much as you can. Uh, have a mason remortar the area really nicely, and then as Scott said, there's a couple of different products out there like a dry lock paint that sort of thing uh, that you can then coat it with. Uh, Helotech, we have some exterior waterproofing solutions where we can actually uh, excavate and, and put some waterproofing on the outside of that wall to keep water from coming in. Uh, and sometimes doing both is the way to go. Yeah. Okay. Well, I appreciate so, it. Yeah. Greg, just, just like on any paint job, as Brian was saying, make it really clean, uh, wire brush it, uh, remove any loose, uh, sandy surfaces, uh, and then hit it with this, uh, uh, like a, a dry lock waterproofing, kind of a crystalline sort of paint. It, it does a pretty good job. Uh, it's not waterproofing. It's not going to stop water, but it will, um, slow down the movement of moisture there. So, yep. Okay. Thanks again. Appreciate it. All right, Greg. Thanks for the call. Home Improvement, this is the Helitech Home Improvement Show. Scott Mosby at the helm. In the wings, I have Brian Adcock of Helitech. Uh, Brian, do you mind just uh, uh, taking us through some of the services that Helitech uh, offers? I mean, oftentimes, number one, we, when, when the company's in our own neighborhood, we don't realize the uh, expert or, you know, how the national scene sees their reputation. You know, you're just Helitech to us. Uh, but can you kind of explain to us the very Various services that Helitech offers as the expert uh, foundation repair? Sure. As a lot of people know from our reputation, uh, we're the largest foundation repair waterproofing company in the Midwest, uh, which there's different things that that entails. Uh, as, as we were describing before, uh, not only do we have to uh, have solutions for vertical settlement, but also heaving, which means it's coming upward. Uh, we see uh, we see a lot of pressure on walls that are caused bowing or lateral movement in, and we use helical anchors for that. Some of the other stuff we do, we touched on with the crack repair, which can be a very simple thing. You know, a lot of people are concerned they see cracks in the foundation, or the, the, it, the, they, it might be leaking, and they think they have a huge they have a huge foundation problem. Uh, but a lot of times, we we go out to a home, and these cracks are very common off of window openings just from the curing process or what time of year the foundation was poured. And yes, they can leak and we have an injection process with carbon bond uh, that's very effective, life of the structural warranty in solving that leak. Uh, some of the other stuff we do, we do concrete leveling. We use a process called polyjacking, which we have tremendous uh, results with that. We can have concrete that sinks because of a void underneath due to anywhere from poor installation to poor drainage in the area. Uh, and we, don't, we can't magically make the cracks disappear, but we can certainly <clears throat> stop that from sinking. Uh, 
most importantly, filling that void and actually raise it back up to level, getting rid of trip hazards, which we see a lot of, uh, we, we see that red flagged as much as we do water uh, with inspectors and people trying to sell their home or those trip hazards out on the front walkway. Yeah, yeah. Brian, how do we uh, get in touch with Helitech? What's the best way to uh, contact Helitech or to book an appointment or, you know, uh, get a hold of you? Well, you can always do it online uh, at helitechonline.com. Uh, and you can book through there and, and fill out some information. Or it, you can call the office during the week. Uh, phone number is 888-843-0970. Uh, you can ask for me specifically. I'd be happy to come take a look, small or large. But we have several uh, very talented, very well-trained people at Helitech, And whoever okay. comes out is going to take really good care of you. Okay, Brian, we're running out of time. Uh, thank you for coming in, giving up your Saturday. Uh, happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Hugs to your brother. Stay safe. You too, brother. Thanks very much. All right. Brian Adcock, Helitech. Back for more Hour 2 Home Improvement after this. KMOX at your service. Welcome to the Helitech Foundation Repair Home Improvement Show. Presented by Suburban Leisure Center on Olive, one mile west of 141. Now, here's your host, Scott Mosby, on KMOX. All right, noontime, lunchtime, top of the hour, KMOX. Home improvement, yes, indeed. We have one more hour, uh, thanks to Brian Adcock of Helitech, who came in for the uh, first hour, set us straight on a few things foundation-wise. So we've got another hour, all for you, 314-436-7900, the number for you to call in and get uh, logged in, or come on in, have a seat in the back of the classroom. We are holding court at University of Camwex down here at Camwex. Yep. And so again, 314-436-7900, toll free 800-925-1120, 800-925-1120. Following the uh, Home Improvement Show is Retire Ready. Later on today, Billikens Basketball. Oh yeah, I like that. I love Billikens Basketball. And uh, we're still out and about, so Camwax is... Uh, broadcasting for you uh if you have interest in holiday lights christmas lights like me oh yeah i i wish you a wonderful time and for those that have more time more inclination and more lights we can talk about that how to ground how to extend use extension cords what those plugs are what a gfci is why it's important to put that outside especially with the rain we've had on and off throughout the last season uh so we can talk about that and and more. 314-436-7900. Toll free 800-925-1120. I want to remind you that during this season, a food drive, food drive, the needs are even more acute, more important. We need to show up. Uh, you can log on to the website operationfoodsearch.org, operationfoodsearch.org. Org, uh, Mosby Building Arts, my home uh, team, will match every dollar donated up to a $5,000 goal. So this is your opportunity to make your $1 into two. Uh, tell them you're part of the Mosby team. Operationfoodsearch.org, operationfoodsearch.org. Uh, we had uh, a one wonderful visit. Uh, we had Kristen Wild, the executive director, on last weekend. But keep in mind, this goes on. And, and if I do or don't remind you, Realize every time you have a meal, 
give thanks and realize that you and I are some of the fortunate ones that get to eat. So operationfoodsearch.org, very important. Uh, For those of you uh, wondering around the house what's happening as we spend more time in our homes, there's so many things that need to be done. Uh, We can talk through and work through uh, what's important, what the order is. But keep in mind, we have the winter upon us. So if there's one thing that you do for me, for you, for your house, disconnect those garden hoses, I beg you, on my knees, disconnect your garden hoses after every use. Sometimes it's important, you know, a day like today, get some nice warm weather, a little sunshine. It's important to go water those plants. Disconnect that garden hose because you can wind up splitting the pipes if you do not. It's a very important thing that you must remove garden hoses uh, every time you use them this time of year and on throughout the winter. Uh, 314-436-7900-436-7900-800-925-1120. Let's go to the first caller and talk with my friend Irene. Irene, thank you for lunch on KMOX. How can we help you here on University of KMOX? Hi. First of all, I want to tell you, I enjoy your show every week. It's just wonderful. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. God bless you, and happy seasons. God bless you, too. Um, Okay, my question is, I have been for a long time, 10 years, wanting to bring my washer and dryer upstairs from the basement Mm -hmm. to my first floor ranch. Okay. Now, do I need a permit to do that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it is. Uh, It's like a little kitchen remodel. There will be plumbing. There will be electric. There might be gas piping. There will be structures because even putting it in a closet, the closet isn't deep enough for a washer and a dryer and the connections that go with it. There's drywall. There's painting. The floors need to be addressed. So it gets a little bit daunting of what it takes to get it up on the first floor. But I will tell you, uh, for the greatest safety benefit for an occupant is exactly that. You and I think of it as a convenience. We don't want to walk the steps. Well, those basement steps are where most injuries happen uh, going up and down trying to get to the laundry. So this is a big deal. I, I, I applaud your uh, addressing this, Irene. It's, a, it's a, it, the, the leg you save may be your own. Okay. <laughs> okay. So it's doable. Oh, yeah. And I should have a plumber do it. Uh, No, it's more of a general contractor. You'll need plans. There'll be a plan review, a permit. I mean, it's a it's a big little job. So when you have that many trades, uh, like you'll have an electrician for the electric, you'll have gas, you know, plumber for the gas and the and the drain and the supply. It's a big deal. A small project. But yes, this is not just. You know, a, a plumber can't run the wiring. They don't do drywall. They don't do the framing. They can't trim out the doors. They don't address the <laughs> floors. So, yeah, you're welcome to call Mosby Building Arts if you'd like. But uh, still, they're, if not, they're, they're get a, a, a remodeling contractor in there, somebody that can do and manage all of that. It's There's a little work, high skill, um, and, and uh, it's hard to get a good team. Uh, to do those small projects like that, to do it right. Okay. Yeah. I appreciate that. Thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome, Irene. I think you will love that. It's one of those things you'll look back and say, why didn't I do this 10 years ago? I know. <laughs> I didn't want to do it forever. I know. Thank you so much. You okay. stay healthy and have a good holiday. Thanks, Irene. Hugs to you. Y- you know what? That's what I miss in this whole pandemic thing. I miss, I'm a hugger. I hug everybody. And now during this time, you know, it's, 
you know, it's just in the way. I can't, I can't shake hands. I'm doing these elbow bumps every now and again and fist bumps. Like, wow, it's just not the same. Anyway, so for those of you in the holidays out there, big hug from me to you. Uh, that feels better than no hug at all. 314-436-7900, 436-7900, toll-free 800-925-1120. Keep in mind, you can do a room edition. Uh, we love doing room editions at Mosby Building Arts. And, and indeed, the way we're made as a company is we are a full construction company at Mosby, but with it, we're a full architectural firm so that we have the ability to do the full design the interior design, select colors with you, choose floors, go shopping, uh, recommend uh, whether your existing washer dryer fits in that, whether you want a stack, uh, whether you want to do a gas dryer, electric dryer, what's most appropriate, whether you have to change your electric service for that. So again, that's those are the things that we do that kind of makes it one-stop shopping, uh, if you will. But the point being that uh, it's a fun way to build because we have all those various trades at Mosby. And likewise, a room addition is a lot of fun. You want to change your life? You want a new home right where you are? Yeah, remodel. Or you can add space. But be, don't be surprised how many times um, remodeling and reconfiguring the existing inside of the home can fit the bill without adding space, and sometimes we just need a little bit more for a laundry room, so it's a small addition. But either way, uh, additions can change your life without changing your neighborhood, all the good things you like about where you are. 314-436-7900-800-925-1120-800-925-1120. Scott Mosby, this is the Helitech Home Improvement Show. Retire Ready coming up at 1 o'clock after this show. And then later on early evening, we've got Billiken's Basketball right here on Camwex. Scott Mosby at your service. I'll be right back. Welcome back to the Helitech Foundation Repair Home Improvement Show. Presented by Suburban Leisure Center on Olive, one mile west of 141. Now, once again, your host, Scott Mosby on KMOX. All right, back together. We have phone lines open for you, 314-436-7900, 314-436-7900, toll-free 800-925-1120, 800-925-1120. I uh, wish you all hugs, holidays, and happiness, and safety above all. Yes, indeed, aren't these interesting times we live in? Well, looks like we're going to spend even a little more time in our homes for just a little bit longer as we work out this vaccine thing. Uh, well, let's uh, uh, let's go to excuse me. Let's go to the phone lines and talk with my friend Jan. Hey, Jan. Good afternoon. Welcome to lunch on KMOX. How can I help? Hi. Um, thank you for taking my call. Um, yeah. I was wondering. I have a 23-year-old frame house built with a poured concrete basement, and I have no leaks in the basement, which is a cool thing. But I was going to just yeah. do the inexpensive remodel and paint the walls. Um, but I've heard that, you know, the, the concrete is porous, and if you do that, then you don't get exchange of air or whatever, whatever. Um, so I was wondering, what are your thoughts on painting the inside and or the outside of the foundation in the basement? Uh, one or the other, not both. Uh, because of that, uh, you trap moisture in. It, it is important that any material 
think of it as a stone foundation. It's concrete poured in place, but still it gets wet and it needs to be able to dry. So I would have uh, and have indeed painted the inside of my basement foundation uh, because it just brightens things up. And, and that's where I would use a waterproof like a dry lock, um, you know, waterproofing paint or they call it that. It's, it's kind of a moisture slower downer paint, if you will. But okay. that goes on raw concrete, so the concrete has to be very clean, very dry, um, and, uh, you know, just uh, any repairs get done first. Your dry lock would be the product that goes on first. After that, you can put uh, anything on it because the uh, waterproofing, the dry lock type paint needs to fuse bond and chemically, you know, connect with the raw concrete of the foundation. Then on top of that, you can make it any color you want. Awesome, awesome. Now, you said not both. Um, I know that they put some type of um, waterproofing on the foundation below ground. Don't worry about that. Yeah, don't worry about that. That's, you know, below ground, that that concrete stays pretty moist all the time. But keep in mind that heat and moisture move from high concentration to low, which basically means that the water tries to dry out. So it will try to escape your concrete foundation, and it will dry to the inside of your house or the outside. Uh, But that's why it's kind of risky, and that's where some of these products that are really good products, you know, well, it'll be the last time you ever paint your house. Well, but then you've got paint on the inside of the wall, and then you've got this impermeable thing on the outside and mm-hmm. so again it, it's how the house works as a system so you're okay with the waterproofing because that's below outside i would leave that unpainted though okay yep super and, well thank you very much i appreciate your expertise and sharing that oh you're welcome jan i'll tell you what um there are a few things that change my feeling of being in that house more than just brightening up the basement we just put some nice lights up threw some carpet on the floor and just roll for me didn't install it just painted the walls and and it looks like a finished basement all even though we just you know store stuff down it's not a habitable place but mm-hmm. feels pretty good yes i you know I'm, i've been always thinking about that and i was concerned about how i would you know, if there were ramifications down the, down the road, but um, I was thinking about that and or doing that um, oh flex stuff that uh, they do where they paint the floor and they yeah. put the little garage flex stuff or whatever. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, well, super. Now I have a, a project to do this winter. You're welcome. Okay, well, Jan, congratulations. Thank you very much. I appreciate your help. You bet. Bye now. Mm. Home Improvement, Scott Mosby, KMOX. Again, just think about And we get into these conversations with uh, um, cleaning and finishing up laundry spaces. Sometimes they're laundry rooms. And uh, again, as we get into later years of a homeowner's life, for example, moving the laundry up to the first floor is really important because we put in, you know, at Mosby, we're, we're very good at, a, at full accessible improvements. So we make these whiz-bang bathrooms that are totally accessible. Uh, and, and then for whatever reason, it's like, no, you know, we ran out of money. We don't want to move the laundry up to the first floor. You know, two years later, uh, the homeowner falls down the steps going down to the laundry. Um, so again, moving it up to the first floor is so important. Uh, that, you know, but on the lawn bathing care, everyday self-care, bathroom gets a higher priority. Just keep in mind how important that is. But as we get into assessing whether it's going to, you know, we're adding a utility room, sometimes just brightening up the space where the laundry is and putting more light in, uh, you know, just bright it, cheerful, 
you know, all of that. And you'd be surprised how inexpensively that can be done. Oftentimes we're called in for consultations on designs, on laundry rooms or whatever. And, you know, sometimes we come away, it's like, you know what? Paint this laundry area, get a better light fixture so that you can see what you're doing. Get a little storage, hang a cabinet, and leave it, you know, leave it at that. You know, it doesn't really need this much more at this point if that's where you are budget-wise. Uh, phone lines here on KMOX, 314-436-7900, 436-7900, and 800-925-1120. Uh, also, we talked about uh, one of the topics on the Mosby um, uh article we call them blogs but you know finish or remodel your basement um and there is a basement finish where you kind of do you know the hang and suspended ceiling um suitable things like that and then there's truly finishing the house like the first floor where it's an extension of the main floor people are then comfortable going downstairs using it so i urge you to take a look at that article on um you know we call it basement finishing typically it's lower level but you and i don't think of lower levels we think of basements but how you can create more usable space some of the ideas of the bright and cheerful ways where that space can really be you know entertaining family gatherings uh just a- activity room you know pool pail pool table ping pongs uh ping uh uh various a- activities if you will uh 314-436-7900 toll free 800-925-1120 the other article was pros and cons of a walk-in shower if you're going to remodel a shower at, at mosby you will find us advocating very much for a low or no curb which means that you might have just a, a half inch or three quarter inch lip as you step into the shower that just to get the water to slope and drain right or sometimes it's a fully integrated zero entry where the shower floor lines up with the bathroom floor it takes a little bit more homework but a walk-in shower is something that will increase the value of your home sale price as well as the uh, appeal for buyers uh, phone lines here on camwex i'm a little lonely 314-436-7900-800-925-1120 i know it's the holiday season we're all getting ready putting the lights up outdoors give me a call we'll talk about that right here on camwex well stay tuned to KMOX all day today we've got Billiken basketball coming up later on right around uh, uh, lunch or dinner time if you will we are lunchtime here on University of KMOX retire ready comes up next at one o'clock on KMOX and next let's uh, see my friend and talk with Derek hey Derek good afternoon lunchtime on KMOX how can I help hi thanks so much for your show yes um, Good afternoon. Lunchtime. Whoops! Yeah, Hi. turn your radio Hi. down. That's seven seconds behind. Wow! Here we go. I'm listening to myself over and over and over. Yeah. Sunroom, so that I could um, uh, use it for habitation space, and I've got a garage wall that. Uh, uh, needs to be modified, and I didn't. Quite, and it's like right in the middle of the breezeway, so I didn't know how to quite support it. 
well, your breezeway will really not have footings on it. Typically, a, a breezeway or screened area or are you know, roof covered between garage and the house, in my world, generally does not have footings underneath it. So you can build it as a three-season room because the roof is already supported between the garage and the house. So the roof is fine. The issue is if you're going to put windows and any improvements like that, that slab will continue to move up and down and you'll just grind your walls and your any any window investment, you know, into dust. So if you're really talking about turning this to a year round, then you need to go underneath that slab and put in a foundation that's 30 inches deep or more or you pull out the whole concrete slab and start over. Uh, however, you can indeed make it a three-season room where you just put screens or uh, they do have some kind of plastic uh, membrane movable storm window systems uh, that are put in like screen systems that actually do a pretty decent job. But uh, putting in real windows or glass is uh, rather problematic on, on a breezeway type structure. Okay. Well, thank you. Sure. Is that what you were looking for on that, Derek? Yes, it is. Thanks. Just keep in mind that the wall of the house and the wall of the garage both have footings underneath it, and that roof bridges or spans from those two structural walls, so you really don't have to worry too much about the roof. But underneath that roof, everything else moves, and it's more like just a patio-type uh, structure. So you'll, you'll be... Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. All right. Thanks. You bet, Derek. Good luck, my friend. Home improvement. Next up, let's talk to my friend Frederick. Hey, Frederick Scott Mosby here on KMOX. How can I help you, sir? Well, good to speak with you today. I have two questions. Yeah. Speak with me about makeup air systems. I have recently moved from an 11 room, 3,500 square foot house into an 800 square foot cottage. Mm -hmm. All right. Yep. And I've done such a damn good job on it, it's almost hermetically sealed. <laughs> Welcome to my world. About 15, 20 years ago, our whole industry thought we were smarter than uh, Mother Nature. We would just seal up the house so tightly, we'd just make sure nothing ever comes in. Well, what we forgot right. about was, you know, my golly, everything needs to get out, you know, because yes, the house absolutely. Breathes. Absolutely. Okay. Um, my, there, question, my question yeah. is, first off, yeah. does the makeup air system, the self-contained units, need to be introduced into the existing duct system, or could they be free-flowing into the basement area? Uh, both. Uh, one, uh, the, the free-flowing into the basement area is usually combustion air. So if you have a gas furnace, uh, for example, up in Minnesota, uh, Wisconsin, the cold areas where the furnace runs a lot, like all the time, right. with gas right. systems, it's not uncommon for them to drop a four-inch steel re uh, uh, metal duct down there so that it's not making the house leak. Uh, right. to get the combustion oxygen for burning that. So that's just a simple um, hole in the wall, if you will. And that gets sealed up just in the furnace room, if you will. Uh, makeup air for you and I breathing, uh, for making, you know, for managing moisture and all those other things, that goes right into the ductwork. And uh, because of that, it does introduce fresh outdoor, i.e. cold or hot air. And oftentimes it does result in more BTUs being needed, i.e. upsizing the furnace or upsizing the air conditioner because we have 
um, we are now sucking a vacuum air because of the blower fan inhaling outside air so you wind up needing more heat or cool depending upon the season and the the reason i learned this was a force feed when we started putting in these huge cooktops i.e then these great big <laughs> vent hoods you know basically you know we had a furnace burning in the kitchen and the exhaust vent that would suck out 30 percent of the air inside right, the house right. that house yeah so you're into some serious stuff here as you well know uh, I'm aware of that. Like I say, I have just a little bit enough leakage to take care of the combustion, but that window was going to be repaired or replaced with a yeah. makeup air system that yeah. some of them uh, attribute to the fact that they can bring in, uh, take out tempered air and bring in air that's tempered from the exhaust system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that would that would uh, mitigate a little bit of the loss of BTU significantly for the furnace system. Yeah, heat recovery ventilator, HRV, is that what you're talking about? Similar to that, yeah. They they have a an exhaust system that takes the existing air and then brings and it uses that BTU and that air to temper the incoming air. Sweet, I like that. Now, I know with uh, geothermal has a system like that where they preheat the, that in air, in, yeah, you know, makeup yeah. air. And they show that uh, as a freestanding, but not a temper, not induced into, into the duct system, hmm. because this this position is right at the very end of the duct system. It's a T T duct system, right and left. So it goes to one end of it, and that would be the place to introduce it if I chose to. But if yeah. I could get away with not introducing it, it would be just as easy. Now, makeup air gets introduced into the return duct, not the supply. Well, the return duct is very unique. It doesn't go up to the first floor. This has an 800-square-foot area, floor area. And okay. in the basement, what happened was I said, I have a circular stairway that goes from the first floor to the basement. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's not enclosed. Open. It's an open oh. stairway. I see. Okay. I, I use that as a return air duct. Understood. Understood. Okay. What I did was... I took the return air system on the furnace and made it a right angle and raised it up almost within a foot of the lo- of the joist system of the first floor. Mm-hmm. It, okay. quiet, it reduced the noise level of the furnace by about 30 to 40 percent, and yeah. I changed the filters every month, sometimes more frequently. The filters have no, I emphasize the word, no particles in them. They are immaculate. Nice. I've never nice. seen anything like it. I've I've had hundreds of furnaces, and they all get crummy. Well, now keep in mind what you've done is you have one central massive return air uh, circular stairway, so you're drawing right. from the center of the house pretty much only. Whereas when right. you had a noisier ducted system, it was drawing from the perimeter, so you're picking up more dust, you're picking up more air because of all the turns right. and such. So, right. Right. yeah, right. you're only you're only inhaling particulate matter from the center of the house, not really from the perimeter. So, yeah, I can right. I can challenge you a little bit on your clean filters there. But well, anyhow, I installed two beautiful storm security doors. And I said, you can't shut the inside door without blowing the mail slot open. <laughs> <laughs> You've got a, a tight hot. Have you done a blower door test, Frederick? No, I haven't. Like I say, this is an 1892 cottage, so you can take your chances with where you're going to blow the walls out or not. Yeah, I don't. 
I don't think you're going to learn a whole lot. I think you would just reaffirm what you already know in data okay. form uh, because you're you're kind of doing some pretty cool stuff here. Oh, you ought to see it. It's, it's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. Well, with 800 and, square uh, feet, you can light a match and probably heat that house. It, a big light bulb will do most of it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, I get it. I get it. I bought, I bought one of those little bitty electric uh, uh, fireplaces that stick into the fireplace area. Yeah, yeah. And that pretty much keeps the house tempered and very comfortable. Wow. Hey, uh, watch your humidity. Uh, it'll be easy in a house that tight to keep the humidity up because it doesn't leak, you know, the air in and such. Right, right. But uh, if your humidity starts to rise, then that may indicate that you need a little more outside ventilation or makeup air because one of the, they're kind of part and parcel on that because when you have a house that tight, you know, you're cooking, yeah. you're perspiration, you're washing showers and all that. Absolutely. Yeah, so that's the data okay. point to watch. Okay, real good. Like I say, my wife is the watchdog on humidity. Wow, wow. So we, we we monitor that mo- moment to moment. <laughs> well, I'm I'm preaching to the choir. Sounds like you're all over this thing, Frederick. Oh, I love it. I love doing these old houses. Can't help yourself, can you? <laughs> yeah, it's really good. Okay, uh, thanks a lot. Appreciate it. You bet. Happy season to you. Okay, bye. Bye now. Home improvement, Scott Mosby. There we go. I can always tell a longtime listener because of the knowledge. And they, because people say, well, how do you know all that stuff? Well, the reality is there are only five or six laws of physics that really kind of play in here. Uh, you know, there's a little chemistry and the concrete and all that stuff. But generally, most of these uh, questions, I may not know the exact answer to that question, but I know what's happening around it, and I can tell enough of a story that our listener can figure it out for themselves. And I, I just, I love empowering people. With, you know, that's a buzzword anyway, but I love helping people figure it out for themselves. It's like, you know, give me a fish I eat for a day, teach me to fish, I can feed myself forever. Well, that's the concept here on KMOX, and likewise at Mosby Building Arts. It's one of the roles I carry, you know, within Mosby, and it's just uh, a lot of fun and, and then you know when you live by the sword you die by the sword which means when I'm teaching these guys also like to come back you know Scott have you heard of this you know and maybe you I heard that answer last weekend and you know had you considered this so anyway it's a great seat to sit here on KMOX, KMOX. I'm going to take a short pause and come right back for more on KMOX home improvement show right here it's a football Sunday on KMOX as the Chiefs take on the Broncos. Touchdown, Kansas City! Pre-game at 6, kickoff 720. Hear it here on America's Sports Voice, KMOX. All right, remember uh, Operation Food Search, Food Drive. This is important to our community, and that includes you as well as the folks that uh, we can help by logging on and making a donation, operationfoodsearch.org, operationfoodsearch.org. Uh, Mosby Building Arts matches every dollar up to $5,000 goal. So thank you very much. Your $1 can become two. Uh, it's time to really show up. Tis the season, folks. And sometimes we're the receivers and sometimes we're the providers. So when it's our time to provide, this is it. Uh, let's visit with my friend Michael here. Michael, good afternoon. Welcome to CamWex. How can I help? Uh, yes, good afternoon, Scott. Uh, I have a question. So I have a detached two-car garage mm-hmm. that I have converted over to space that we're using with friends during COVID to, to gather safely. Yeah. And uh, I am really, uh, I'm looking for a source of heat. We've used a space heater, but it, it, 
close the circuit. So short of running a line from that garage to the electric box in the house, we're trying to come up with a solution of possibly heating that garage, given also that it's really not an efficient sealed-off space, as well as we slightly open the garage door just so there's circulation. So we're not trying to make it a livable space, but a place that's tolerable to meet with people and, and socialize. Uh, any sort, any suggestions for uh, a heat sources that aren't crazy expensive? Uh, yeah, Michael. Number one, uh, I've done this before. Uh, at a New Year's Eve party, we set the ping pong table up in the garage and uh, actually put an electric heater in it. I did have, you know, a 20 amp circuit, a big enough electric circuit to, to drive a, a good space heater. Uh, mm-hmm. I, my first choice is indeed electric because of the lack of the carbon monoxide. And right. I, un- I understand it's vented. You open the door and all of that. But it's really hard to know. Uh, and where the carbon monoxide will settle and how it moves. Because if you have the garage door open, but you really don't have a secondary opening like a window across the side that creates a cross ventilation, you can have pockets of carbon monoxide. So I'm not a big fan, you know, of um, any kind of a gas heater or, um, you know, we, we have a lot of propane heaters that we use in construction sites because, we're you know, our walls are plastic. Uh, right. So anyway, my first choice would be a heavy gauge, uh, either wire extension cord or an electrician to bury a wire or something and make it electric because you're really then elect- your, your check and balance is blowing the circuit, yeah. you know, yeah. so. Yeah, the service we have now, I think it's 15 amp service to the garage. Yeah. Uh, and we have other things. I mean, we could put one space heater on that with, with a few other things, but uh, yeah. it doesn't quite give us the heat we want. We, um, yeah, we've used the extension cord solution too, and that's pro- I guess that's probably going to be our best bet at this point, short of having somebody come out and, and, and adding the proper amperage so we don't have the problem. But. Well, well, Michael, well, keep, I, yeah, keep yeah. in mind your extension cord. You just need a 12-gauge extension cord, 10 or 12. You just need a big hunk of wire because if you were to hire an electrician to bury it, they would bury a 12-gauge or, 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 or 10-gauge, that big, thick, thick, fat right. wire. But you can they're pricey. They're heavy construction gauge uh, extension cords, but you can run that extension cord, plug it into, say, a dryer outlet, uh, yeah, which yeah. is a 20 amp. Your uh, electric usually in your uh, kitchen is 20 amp, um, uh, and then okay. just run it out there. And, and by the time you get 100 feet away, you can get 16, 17 amps through that extension cord. Great. Great. So well, I appreciate it. Yeah, it'll yep. cost you a few bucks on the extension cord, but the check, the way to know is you just grab a hold of the outside of that uh, extension cord halfway out there and just feel the temperature. If it's Got too it. small, it'll be warm, and then you upsize, you need to get a bigger extension cord. Uh, and it, it hurts, I mean, to get a 12-gauge or 10-gauge extension cord, you're talking about, right. you know, $130 for 100 feet. You know, it's a big well, deal. Well, a lot less than having an electrician hardwired all, so. Yeah, yeah. All right, well. I appreciate the, the help today. Yeah, Michael. Hey, g- uh, good luck. It's a great plan. I We yeah. had a hoot of a time, and, uh, you know, it, it was a lot of big space uh, easy. <laughs> well, I will tell you, we're, we're in the interior design business, and we've taken, we've, I've purchased old pieces of furniture that we've kind of dressed up and, and kind of made it into a fun space to entertain. And when people come over, I tell you, they, they really have a lot of fun with it. And it's just, it's just a fun place to go.
at it. It really is. Man, I'll bet you can make that place look pretty good with your skills. Yeah, yep, yep. No, we appreciate it. Anyway, thank you for your time, man. Have a great day. Okay, thanks, Michael. Okay. Take care. God bless. And, and there you go. It's uh, Michael is using his garage for auxiliary space. So we had an earlier caller about a breezeway. You know, I want to close in my uh, porch between the garage and the house. Derek was calling about that. Uh, so Michael's solution is, you know what? I've already got this room. It's detached. It's out there. I'll pull the cars out, you know, put them around the corner, whatever it is. Uh, and then how do I add a little bit more heat? Um, and, and for example, uh, for me, you know, I, I like a warm garage because number one, I drive this car and then I pull this car, this big hunk of engine, a big hunk of steel into that garage. And then I close the door. So this hot engine keeps giving off heat for six hours, seven hours. So basically the garage can be heated in, you know, like on a day like today, you know, or last night, you know, you get two cars in there with warm engines and insulated walls and an insulated ceiling. So one of the first things that I like to do, you know, when I get a, a different house is I insulate the attic of the garage because all heat tries to rise and escape there. And then typically if I'm, you know, putting drywall on the walls or something, I'll put good fibrous insulation in there. And then, of course, you know, since I'm covered up with drywall, like every remodeling project, then it becomes, oh, I'll put an electric circuit here. And, oh, you know what? You know, I've got that old stereo and those old speakers. It might be kind of nice to put it out. So anyway, off we go to the races. But it's a poor man's family room in a very nice uh, habitable structure. So anyway, I wish you all great seasons. Uh, stay tuned. Retire Ready's coming up. We have Billiken Basketball coming up tonight here on KMOX. I am off for holidays next week. Rich Oris. Rich Oris is coming in and um, he knows his stuff very, very well. And, um, you know, so thanks to Rich Oris and his family for letting him come in on KMOX. So stay tuned. I wish you all uh, Merry Christmas. Hanukkah is coming up here very close. Happy Hanukkah as well and all the other holidays. Remember, I'm a hugger. It may be tough that, you know, I can't hug you now, but, well, like everything else, I'll just send you a big virtual hug here. There you go. Those of you that are huggers, you know what I'm talking about. We just hug everybody because that's the way. And for those that are uncomfortable by huggers, I just high-five anyway. Anyway, God bless you all. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Scott Mosby from me to you.